ever feel lonely? I think we all do. Why do we feel so lonely and what can we do about it? Have you ever felt alone even when you're with a lot of friends? Or maybe you've been at a party or a family function and you just felt alone even though you're surrounded by people you know? Maybe you even find yourself sitting alone. Even when surrounded by people, have you ever felt this deep-seated feeling of loneliness within yourself? As though there is a lonely feeling inside you that you can't shake and it's making you feel sad. If so, you aren't alone. We all feel loneliness at one time or another. It's just human nature. Some of us struggle with these feelings more than others. Some of us seek help with professionals or other modalities of health and wellness and sometimes the feeling just passes. Sometimes we feel profoundly alone, and other times it's just kind of a feeling in the back of our minds. What brings on these feelings, and how can we think deeper about shifting our mindset to one of belonging? This is the You Don't Know Me podcast, and I'm Juliana J. and today we're talking about loneliness. These feelings of loneliness could be because we are lacking deep connections with others, Even if we have lots of friends, we still feel alone. Sure, we like our friends and our family and we enjoy hanging out, but sometimes even though we have friends and family that we enjoy being around, we just lack a deeper and more fulfilling relationships with them or others. We have a lot of fun relationships, but feel that no one really knows who we are. Sometimes we feel we are actively hiding our true natures because we feel others won't accept these parts of us. In the act of hiding who we are, we create separation from the other people, and this can lead to feelings of loneliness. Similarly, similarly, perhaps we are struggling with being appreciated or noticed or valued, or we feel that our knowledge or our input is not valued. We may not be hiding who we are, But when we express our true nature or ideas, they're not well received or the depth to which we are hoping others will respond just doesn't happen. This can lead to feelings of being devalued or we think people think we're silly or we're not taken seriously. Simply feeling devalued can make us feel profoundly alone. Again, it is part of feeling like we are not understood and the real parts of who we are aren't valued or cared for. Okay, I don't know if y'all can see it who are on YouTube, but there's a little tiny gnat flying around, so it's not anomaly. It's a little tiny fly, so debunked. Feelings of loneliness can be a consequence of big changes in your life, such as you move to a new area or place and you don't know anyone, you're starting a new thing like college or a new job and you don't know anybody or where anything is and it's kind of just um, is unsettling. Or maybe you're experiencing a breakup or a falling out with somebody and you recognize the presence that's no longer there of those people. Or maybe you just feel like you've turned a corner somewhere in your life and now you're faced with a vast open space and that can make you feel lonely. Loneliness may be a product of living alone after you've lived with others for a long time, or moving to a quiet neighborhood when you were once in the bustling city downtown. Even changing your commute can be a factor. Say you used to commute on a crowded bus and you often saw the same people and you had casual relationships with some of your fellow commuters, like just saying hi and whatnot, or when you're waiting on a bus together, you chit chat or something like that. 
You might know the bus drivers or even people on the street, but still, now that you drive yourself, you don't see those people anymore. Perhaps seeing those people in your daily commute was somehow grounding. And now, even though you're excited to drive to work, you're missing them and you're missing that feeling of that old routine. Sometimes even when you don't really talk to someone, you can miss their presence once they're not there. It's comforting to see familiar faces, even if you don't consider them to be your friend. Like when you went to school as a kid and you saw the same person at the front desk every day in the office and it it was expected. And so somehow it was comforting that you would always see that person. You didn't think of them as your friend per se, but you were happy when you came in the office and they were there because they were familiar. You're just happy to see the familiar face. And they're there every day in quiet support of your daily routine. The same could be when you change your commute. All these people that you know on your commute, you know, like you, you've seen before, or maybe you say hi to each other now because you've seen each other so often, or maybe you just know, oh, this one guy is always on the sitting in the very back of the bus in the third third seat from the back or something like that. And there's just this kind of quiet support of your everyday routine, things you can count on. And then when when you disrupt that, even though you're excited that you won't be commuting in that way anymore, it's still this disruption that kind of can make you feel lonely. So let's talk about some things that can help you feel less lonely. These things can make you feel more connected to the world and the people you know, simply because they're comforting, supportive. They create value and meaning to your life, which in turn grounds you into the greater connection with yourself and others. So these are really ways you can connect with new people, old, your old people, <laughs> people you know, and um, different ways you can kind of connect with people in general or ground yourself. So here are some things or traits or ideas that make you feel more connected and grounded. The first thing is having value. You need to feel like you have some value. If you get in relationships where you feel that you aren't valued, then oftentimes that can make you feel lonely. Oftentimes, older folks feel loneliness because they feel that they're not valued by others anymore. Perhaps they feel people don't care about their ideas or their wisdom. They are treated as though they're outdated or old school. And On the flip side of that coin is younger folks feel that they are devalued because they lack experience or simply because they find themselves in more situations where authority figures are dominating or holding power, like teachers and faculty and school systems or bosses at work. A lot of young folks are in jobs where there's a stack of bosses on top of them, supervisors above them in some level, and that can make you feel really devalued or you're doing work that people devalue. Also, it's another thing. People who have different lifestyles or cultures or ethnicities or socioeconomic status or are already feeling different from the normative culture can sometimes struggle with feeling valued. And that can be really challenging for people if they feel like it's hard to get out of that space and find their deeper connections. And when you don't feel valued, it can really lead to a whole host of other things, not just feeling loneliness, but sadness, depression, unworthiness, lack of self-love, so many things. So 
it's important to find value in yourself, within yourself. And it's can you can easily lose all the value you feel for yourself the second somebody treats you as though you have no value whatsoever. This really tied to what other people think of you. So it's really important to kind of cultivate that within yourself, even if you develop some self-talk to help shore yourself up about your own value and what you do know and and I've done a bunch of podcasts on that, which um, I'll try to link a few of them at the end. Having close connections, having just one good friend who no- really knows you can make all the difference. You don't have to have a lot of close friends or s- people close to you. One is enough a lot of the times. However, sometimes finding someone who you can share deep connections with is so challenging. It is hard to open yourself up to getting to know someone else. Often you are guarded and you don't let a relationship get deep. Sometimes we are shocked when friends or lovers fade away after years of knowing each other. This can sometimes be an outcome when the relationship becomes stagnant and a person is unwilling to deepen the bond with the other. There are many reasons not to deepen a relationship with somebody, but we also must be open to putting ourselves out there for the experience when possible and when the conditions are right. If you're constantly letting relationships get to a certain point, but then you're not letting them progress deeper, you could be losing those long-term friends or relationships simply because you've put a barrier up and you aren't going any deeper than that. And they are looking for a deeper connection. Feeling comfortable in your surroundings is also really important. Feeling safe, feeling cared for, even if the care that you're receiving is self-care and having your basic needs met is very important. If you never know what is going to happen at any given moment, you train yourself to be in this constant state of fight or flight and you can't deepen your experience with other people because you're always alert. You're always on the alert. You're always waiting for something bad to happen. So you're you're not deeply in the relationship at the moment just because you're not feeling comfortable in your surroundings. It's important not to be isolated. Even an introvert needs human connection. Some of us, like more alone time than others, but being able to be with yourself and alone is really important overall. And especially for your mental health, just the ability to be by yourself and be okay with it is very important, but you need a balance. We are animals that need a social connection with one another. Balance your alone time with spending time with others. Share interests with others. Work on projects with people. Volunteer to get involved and join a meetup or join a group are ways to get out there if you've had a hard time kind of making connections and getting out of that aloneness time. Do a hobby with somebody else or volunteer for a project at work or something like that. Having friends that have time for you is really important. Nothing makes you feel more lonely than when you have friends who will blow you off when something better comes along or are untruthful with you if they want to get out of hanging out with you. If you have friends like this, consider doing less with them and more with new friends or other people who treat you with compassion and kindness. Sometimes it's hard to get away from those friends who are treating you as a backup plan because that type of manipulation can be very powerful. You can start to really want to get their attention so that you can feel good and it becomes this strange space to be in that eventually is going to lead you down a road of not feeling like you have value. When these things happen to you, notice it. And if it's a one-time issue, 
Like say somebody had a problem, they double booked or something like that, and they didn't really realize it. That's okay. That's a human mistake. But if it's a pattern, you need to talk to the friend about it. If it continues, consider spending your valuable time cultivating new friendships. It isn't always easy to shift in this way, but it can be very fulfilling. And maybe, you know, it's just the universe telling you it's time to start cultivating other relationships. Having a relationship with somebody who shares your interests and can be capable of having deeper conversations as you as your friendship deepens is really important. When you are in a relationship with an emotionally challenged person or some one who has a hard time with intimacy, it can be hard to progress the relationship forward. Identifying someone who is just can't go deeper is important. You can appreciate them for what they bring to your relationship, but you can learn not to expect more from them and to realize that isn't really your work. That's their work to do if they're having a hard time letting people in all the way. Find people who listen and hear profoundly and respect you and respond with care. When you hang out with multitaskers who are texting or zoning out when you are with them can make you feel very devalued over time. A relationship can get flat and one-dimensional that way. Again, talking to those people who aren't fully engaged is a good first step. Maybe they don't know that their behavior is translating that way, and or maybe they're going through things and you don't even know, and they're just having a hard time being engaged because their mind is on their own problems. If the lack of engagement persists, then realize that is kind of a what you see is what you get thing. Enjoy what they bring to your relationship, but realize they can't go deeper. Again, if it's something that you are creating or contributing, then you need to look within yourself, but this might be some work they need to do on their own. When you share interests on a deeper level, than just curiosity or because somebody else is doing it. When you are learning with people and growing as a person with others, you often feel deeply connected to them. So that's another way you can find connection. Even if the situation isn't the greatest thing that ever happened that you're bonding over, people can still make very close connections with others, even during shared trauma or pain. Being able to learn and grow and support one another, whether it's through a challenging breakup or a challenging situation you're having, or it's learning French or pottery, growing together creates a close relationship with depth. All these things help to create deeper relationships and deep connections are necessary in order to feel connected to others. When you feel lonely in a group, it's often because your connections are not as deep as you would like them to be, or you feel people don't know who you are or aren't paying attention. Others may have been through things with people and they have decided that they're going to be really guarded and not let people in. And that's a conversation you can have with those people and you can help them and they can help you at the same time. But you may have been through things with another person. But if they haven't provided a safe space for you to be yourself, you'll always be worried about offending them or them getting angry at you. And if that's the case, you will never live deeply into the relationship because you have this fear of getting in trouble. So that kind of is another thing to look for when you're trying to make connections. It's challenging to be in a relationship where you feel like you kind of have to walk on pins and needles or there's certain things you can't say to the person or they'll get mad or... I mean, obviously, we're all going to get mad at certain things people say. If it's become a situation where now now the relationship is defined to these sort of taboo topic, topics we're not going to talk about, 
And they aren't necessarily things the person's struggling with. Like, you know, if somebody has really gone through a very hard time and they don't want to talk about it anymore, of course, that's their right to say, I, I don't want to talk about this. But if you're in a relationship where there are so many topics you can't talk about openly with the person, you'll get to a point where you can't get any deeper in the relationship because there's so much you can't experience with one another. In in the regards of, um, I know somebody who doesn't want anybody around them that might be sad one day. And that makes it really hard because everybody's sad sometimes, but you can't be around them, you know? So you have to either pretend you aren't sad or don't hang out with them that day. And that's becomes challenging in that relationship. And eventually people feel like you, they can't be themselves around that person because that person is saying you can be this, that, and the other, but you can't be one, two, and three. This brings me the last thing that keeps you from loneliness is having a relationship built on trust where you not only trust each other to come through, you count on each other, but you can also be real with each other. And this is hard. It's hard to find. This is this is a rare gem, but they're out there. Finding someone who'll let you be you your flaws and all is really hard, but it's so worth it when you find these people. It really is. And a lot of us feel lonely because we haven't found someone we can really be honestly and authentically ourselves with. We're always putting on various masks to fit in. Someone who doesn't think our ideas or beliefs are crazy or wacko and someone who's okay with the fact that we are flawed human beings. We mess up sometimes and that's okay. Those people are gems and you'll find them, but you have to look. You have to cultivate that friendship so that you get to that place. Sure, we can't be downright challenging all the time with with our flaws and being messed up and having problems and issues. We can't just be a mess 24-7 and expect somebody else to be constantly picking up the pieces. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, though, finding somebody who just gets you when it comes right down to the honesty is when you find somebody who just really gets you and is cool with it. All of us are not our best at all times, but we need to find folks that get that, who isn't holding us to a place of perfection all the time. We need to find those people or be with folks who devalue our beliefs and viewpoints. We need to let go of those people who are devaluing our core beliefs, our viewpoints, but those who really accept that, even if it is slightly different. We've become kind of really separated in that regard, but it's not really doing us all a service. We need to understand that everyone's different and we're going to have different beliefs and that's okay. But it's also important to find people who have similar core values and beliefs because that allows you to have conversation that makes you go deeper. The crux of it is, I guess, finding those people who really pay attention, who really know you, who let you have a space where there's forgiveness or you can be just create a hot mess one day and that's perfectly fine. Finding those people who will really engage on a deeper level is really, really important. And then setting yourself up in your daily life for reminders that are just really supporting your daily life can help you feel less lonely. It is to try to be these things for other people so that that comes back to us. Because you have to do your part too in a relationship. You have to try to be more thoughtful and understanding. Sometimes in being a more thoughtful and caring person, 
we can feel more connected and less lonely because loneliness is the perception that we lack a deep connection with other folks. So we need to make deep, deep connections too. We need to search for those people who share our interests and make connections with them. So here's five tips and tricks that you can feel less lonely and will help you create value. Do something with other people, a project at work, joining a class or a workshop on a topic of interest, a book club, a writing group, volunteer for a beach cleanup or a shift at an information booth for a nonprofit you believe in or something like that. Do something that will bring you together with other people who have a similar interest or belief system, our idea, our value. Sit quietly in your home and think of all the people around you that are doing the same. If you live in a large apartment building, it's really fun to imagine what everybody's doing in their own spaces. But even if you live miles away from somebody, you can just imagine somebody else who is also sitting there doing the same thing you're doing. Close your eyes and imagine your neighbors silently reading a book on the couch or making a cup of tea or drawing or working on doing exactly the same thing you are. Imagine all of you going about your daily business with a connection to one another. Other people are there, whether they are on the other side of the wall or the 20 miles away, other people are there doing exactly what you were doing or other parts of their daily life and you are all connected to them. Do this for five minutes, set a timer and just imagine all the people around you and your deep connection to them and that they're doing the same thing you're doing. Set a timer and do that for about a week and then up it to like eight minutes and do the same and then slowly increase the time to 10 minutes. Every time you feel lonely, do this little mini meditation of imagining people doing the same thing you're doing, feeling the same thing you're doing. Imagine, sometimes people will imagine, you know, like some light comes out of their heart and goes and touches somebody else and then you're connected. Whatever you think works for you, just take the time to do that. You'll be really shocked at how connected it makes you feel. If you're home by yourself and you're starting to feel like, uh, just so lonely, go somewhere crowded. Go to the movies or a popular eatery, go to a busy shopping street, a popular walking path, people watch. If you see someone wearing a shirt you like or a scarf you like, tell them so. If someone smiles at you, smile back. If someone says hi to you, say hi back. Practice acknowledging folks who come in and out of your consciousness. Practice being in community with others and feeling connected. And say to yourself, I am connected to all these people. We're all one. And just feel what it's like to be in that energy of others. Help others. Volunteer. As I said, a earlier are hold the door open for somebody behind you practice all these small act of kindness every day day after day throughout the day every time you see something react help others and feel good about it just help others that can make you feel connection in a very profound way and number five practice being a friend a lover a beloved a sibling a parent a child or whatever you are practice being a very thoughtful and caring person in those relationships. Be what you want to receive. Be the friend you wish to have, but also be patient with yourself and rest when you need to. You don't have to overdo it, find a balance. Maybe it's an interaction less often, but more deeply. Perhaps it's finding time 
for more one-on-one -on -one interactions versus group activities, or maybe it has shorter times altogether, but more often, you know what you need. So find those connections and practice being what you want to receive. I do want you to know that we all struggle with loneliness, especially in the age of social media and the work hard, play hard culture. So you're not alone. Know that I love you and I support you. And I'll see you next time. Take good care of yourself.